This is the Better Life, Better Work Show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm a life and self-leadership coach for authentic and ambitious small business owners and professionals. I show up here in your ears as a transparent leader doing the same inner and outer work that you are. I'm here to remind you that you're probably a gardener and not a machine and that soft, sustainable and soulful success is actually available to you on your own terms. Emotional presence and wellness are also available to you as someone who juggles both an amazing business and a beautiful life. I'm here to remind you that more is not better, better is better. Woo-hoo. Low tire pressure. What's up, podcast listeners? This is Allison Crow, your favorite life coach for business owners. Such a silly name for so many things. Hey, I um, literally just sat in my driveway for 10 minutes, not able... Well, I had already made the decision to drive into town. I have little foster dog with me, Harry Styles. I made the decision to drive into town. It's Friday afternoon as I'm recording this. And I worked all last week, and then I was in an IFS um, certification training last weekend for eight hours a day, all day. It is the end of unhinged summer, as you might have intuited from spotty podcast delivery and some of the content here on the Better Life, Better Work show. I know that my uh, ADD meds have worn off today, taking an uh, like an instant delivery dose instead of a full day dose for a while. <laughs> and I just sat in my car knowing that I was going to drive in town to the ultimate both glutton and get a little bit of green. So I'm driving to Panera Bread, which is about a 20 minute drive from my house. I say it all the way into town. <laughs> because I have to leave my town and go through two more to get to the town that actually has Panera. Can you hear Harry Styles' little voice in the background? Harry Styles is my foster dog. I don't know if I recorded a podcast since he's been around. He is just now settling in, and the dogs are just now. We've had him a month on the 20th. We went and got him on the 20th, and the first two weeks were fucking hell. And we're finally settling down. And it is a good reminder. So many lessons from Harry Styles, the dog. Harry Styles came to me traumatized. He had had an injury and was left by some cowardly bastard in the middle of the night with his eyeball hanging out on the front steps of a shelter. No other information about him. Frankly, he seems like a perfect specimen of either a Boston Terrier or he might be part Boston, part Frenchie. Some people think he's Frenchie. He's too damn tall to be a Frenchie. He ain't no Frenchie. He's got a lot of Boston spunk, but he does have a little bit of a Frenchie wine to him. 
he talks. He talks so much, sometimes he runs out his voice. Anyways, Harry Styles came with his nervous system hijacked. And of course, I made the decision to adopt, not adopt, I'm sorry, we, that is not a Freudian slip. I made the decision to agree to foster him when I was in a state of nervous system dysregulation. And one of the first things the rescue organization that I work with did was set me up with a consultation call with this trainer that does this training technique that I want to do with all my dogs from here on out forever and ever amen called behavioral down and this man's I've done a lot of you might not know this about me but like I've done a lot of behavioral training I had a dog that I trained to be an agility dog because he was dog aggressive and I and my own problems tend to create problems in my dogs I, I tend to adopt ones that have some kind of quirk. Is is it that or is it that I give them the quirk? It could be either one or a combination of both. Anyways, um, I've long been a fan of Ian Dunbar and behavior training instead of like punishment, right? Same thing we do with kids, like positive reinforcement training. But this, I, I do not find it coincidental that... This man shared with me not only this technique called behavioral down, training between the ears. That's not his program, but there is a training between the ears is about having a calm dog. This man's um, place up in Dallas was, I think, calm, happy dog. Who doesn't want to have a calm, happy dog? I would like to have a calm, happy life. Maybe today we change the name of this podcast to the Calm Happy Show, Calm Happy Podcast. I would like to have calm and happy. And as many of you know, and I have shared before on this podcast, calm is one of my gateways, entryways of cultivating self-energy, of cultivating source energy, of cultivating presence. And as many of you know, but I'm going to go ahead and repeat over and over and over again for those of us, all of us in the front, in the middle, in the back, on the sides, not even here that need to be reminded because we weren't reminded from birth that a calm nervous system is everything. I know like I was trying to remember my middle school science teacher's name. And I'm sorry, I can't. Miss Keck. Miss Keck. Miss Keck, like, I'm sure taught me about the nervous system, but it was a paragraph. And not that you or I actually need all the details of the biology and the labels of the brain. For people like me, that's very distracting. But here's the thing. Your nervous system. This is Allison Crow science here. Get it here while it's hot. Let's just PhD in Allison Crow science. Your nervous system that is connected to your brain runs through your entire body. Um, Your nervous system can be in a state of calm and relaxation and regulation. It can be slightly aroused, kind of alerted on, on like anticipatory, noticing that something might be up. And then it can be completely fucking hijacked. And, uh, yeah. And there's a place in there, like, there's, like, the deep end of completely hijacked. 
where we know we've, we're in tilt, is what my husband calls it. And I, I can get in tilt, but there's this place of not calm, not regulated before tilt that I see so many of us trying to make decisions, trying to create sales, trying to train dogs, trying to do whatever it is, parent our kids. And we're in that not quite calm, but we're functioning, but we're not functioning. We, and then, and then we get mad because we're not functioning. So this was me with the dogs. It was like, I did all the things. I did all the things I know to do. I separate the dogs. I do all this and it's not working. It's not working. This dog has a problem. This dog has a problem. And that guy was so sweet and so calm, 98% of the call. And he said, Honey, it's not the dog. Well, he didn't say honey. I'm saying honey. At one point, he did patronize me as a woman, um, and it was very fucking irritated. Oh, he said I'm I'm being too emotional. I don't like when a man tells me that. But he did. He did, and I owned. Was able to own. You know, I get that my nervous system is extremely anxious. It was. It has been off and on, off and on, off and on, off and on, right? And then when, when we're in a nervous system like hijack, when we're dysregulated, whether it's dysregulated and sort of functioning or dysregulated and not functioning, um, we're creating neurosynapses in our brain. We're, we're taking in information and trying to learn something which we're not able to learn, but we re- are reinforcing something that we probably don't want to have reinforced because we live in this world that goes Mach 10, 900 gazillion miles an hour that glorifies productivity, that glorifies never stopping, that glorifies getting it done, that that doesn't glorify slow down and be calm. Anyway, so this guy gave me this concept of behavioral down. It is the foundation for all other training. I think this is so smart. So smart. I wish I'd admitted it. My ego wishes I'd admitted it. Except for, hold on, I don't believe in the ego. (laughs) The part of me most commonly referred to as the ego. Um, He shows me, you know, this arch of the dog's nervous system. And I've done some nervous system work with dogs before. Like, I know when they're in a state of arousal, like when I had an aggressive dog, when he was a state of arousal, if I let him stay in a state of arousal, he would begin to build the habits, the, the, the hormonal habits and brain habits of being aggressive, right? So, like, some people are like, let your dogs fight it out or let your dogs fight it out at the fence. I do not allow that aroused behavior to continue because it imprints. It's my highly technical term. So, a dog cannot take in and learn when it's in that hijacked nervous system. A dog can't, and a human, we cannot use the executive function portion of our brain when our amygdala, I think that's the right thing, when the fight or flight system is activated. And here we're all living in fight or flight, various stages of it, fight, flight, fawn, freeze, whatever. And I guess what got me into this is that I was calm, but 
I kind of had a little freeze. Like it just felt like so much effort to turn on the car and to drive into town. <laughs> I don't know. Was it a nervous system response or did I just give myself some space? I, I, I'm going to choose the second option there. I gave myself some space. So we can't learn. We can't execute our to-do list. We can't, y'all, it's it's not functionally possible and we're certainly not creating new healing neuro pathways i follow this lady i think her name is dr jen on twitter and she's a couple times a week she shares this post or some version of it about just reminding you that yes trauma has happened in your brain and your body but that we can heal from trauma and not only can we heal but we can also create new patterns in our brain such a hopeful message. And so one of the things I experience as a business coach or a life coach for business people is that let's say we want to ha- we want to really focus in and really connect with an offering that we're about to launch into the world. And we really want to connect with our people and engage and fill our programs and get take scale uh, get scales. We want to get scales. We do not want scales. We want to get rid of our scales. We want to get sales. We want to create new clients. And so we try to get in the mindset of it. Let's get in the mindset. Let me just push through and get in this mindset. And this is what I was doing with the dogs. I was like, I know the task to do. I know the behavioral task to create harmony in my home with dogs. I have fostered tons of dogs. I've had dogs. I've had dogs with way more severe problems than the dogs I have right now. But I was doing this all from my brainy brain, brain, brain of knowing, 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 knowing. And here's the dealio, my friends. My people are brainy people. My people are what I call smarty plus plus. My people love knowledge. My people love understanding. My people love figuring things out. They love solving problems. My people, your brain and your thinking parts have solved so many problems. They kept you alive when you were younger. They kept you safe. They kept you connected. And I love them. I'm so grateful for them. But so often my thinking parts are completely disconnected disembodied and unable to function calm, happy because my nervous system is tethered, tethered, not tethered. That's what, that's what you do with ropes. It is frayed (laughs) because our nervous systems are frayed or they're completely frazzled. Uh, And so This dog training method, I know I'm going around in circles. That's the other thing. My people follow my circles. Thank you so much. And my loop-de-loops. This is what we do here at Alice and Crow. Better life, better work. Metaphors, too. One of my clients was like, this is, I love metaphors, and this is all metaphors, and I am here for it. So, I get this document about how to do these behavioral downs. I'm reading it, and it shows me, if you are trying to train a dog to do a behavior... When it is not calm, <laughs> good luck. Oh, now you get the ambient sound of the rain, too. Real life here in Lago Vista, Jonestown, Leander, and Cedar Park, Texas. So, 
This very primary method of behavioral down is to teach the dog to work itself through moderate frustration and calm itself. And I have now on all my lists of priorities, all of my list of priorities, not only is calm something in my fantasies and in my desires, I am training myself to calm myself in any instant. I am training myself to soothe my nervous system. I am training myself to recognize when my nervous system is hijacked. I am not saying I am perfect at this, trust me. And I'm training myself that calm and regulated nervous system is primary. I used to say your state of being is primary, but now I have understood that unless my nervous system is calm and regulated, I cannot cultivate my state of being. Therefore, my nervous system regulation is primary. Calm is primary. Calm. Calm. I can be calm and excited, believe it or not, right? Yeah, comes from like this grounded excitement. So, uh, yeah, I've been I've been learning. I've been working with my dogs to helping them stay calm. I've been working with me to stay calm using physical touch, using using a method called havening. You can Google search havening um, by rubbing my hands together, uh, by being aware mentally, but also practicing physical things by grounding, by earthing by breathing, by breathing bigger than my parts, a phrase I learned from Kay Gardner, and she gave me permission to use. Ah, breathe bigger than your parts. Now, my little dog, training him is not going to understand that. But for example, in the car here, (laughs) he has finally learned that hopping around all over the car is not an option. He's got to calm in the car, and he's doing it just fine. And I don't know, is, here, here's, an, here's what I know. Excuse my little babble here. I was going to go right, but now I'm going to go left. I'm in the very final edits and finish of my book manuscript. Yay, me! My book, Unarmored, yet to be subtitled, will be coming out December 6th. I'm really proud of it. It's going to be both really, it is really good words-wise, but it's also going to be really beautiful color-wise. It will be a full-color book. Save your pennies. It's going to be a little bit more expensive. But Unarmored is coming out, and I was reading through a section that I wrote a while back about being connected to ourselves. And as I read it, I was able to tap in and sense the intellectual place that I wrote that little section from. It was all very true. It's all still true. But when I was writing it, how truly connected and calm and in my, the safety of my soothed nervous system was I? Or was I writing it from an intellectual knowing? And I'm not talking deep soul knowing. I'm talking, I just know this shit. And I realized as I was reviewing the final manuscript, I was like, I actually want to go back and rework this piece from, maybe there won't be a whole lot of changes, but I want to re-essence it, 
I want to rewrite it from the place of actually having a calm, clear, connected, soothed nervous system. Not that my nervous system was jacked when I wrote it, but was my head connected to my calm body? Calm, happy dog. Calm, happy Allison. Calm, happy you. And I see my clients come in and panic sometimes. Like, I've got this thing I've got to do. Give me the strategy. Give me the strategy. All right, my dear. Strategy number one, let's calm. I used to say my business plan was getting alignment. And then and I didn't even realize what I was saying. I think I, I think I used to think that alignment was a spiritual and mindset thing. And now I'm realizing... <laughs> it's a mind, body, spirit thing, right? Nervous system, spirit, body, mind, the whole thing. That's alignment. Get in alignment. And then, and so I'm reminded, I'm going to speak a little louder because the rain's getting a little louder. That's going to be a problem for the podcast. So I'm going to pause. Okay, I'm not really going to pause. I'm just going to get this done. Okay. Um... Oh, they they come to me and they want the strategy. The strategy is to cultivate self-energy. The strategy is to cultivate calm. The strategy is, is to bring your center of gravity, emotional, physical, to center. And from there, everything else can happen. Everything else can happen. You will be able to execute. You will be able to make decisions. You will be connected. You cannot connect to yourself without the calm. How do we connect to ourselves without the calm? Calm. Calm leads to happy. It leads to all the things. It leads to all the things. How's that for intelligent language? All right, friends. Thank you for spending time with me. Uh, yeah, Calm Happy is available for you now. Hey, thanks for listening to my podcast. And thanks for the grace for when I do these car episodes. I know the audio quality might not be primo. And I know that I don't have an outline that I'm looking at because I'm driving But my heart is here connected to me. My heart is here connected to you. And sharing what's up in the world of creating better life, better work. Sending you so much calm. And I want to just acknowledge that so many people I know, and if this is you, I extend it to you too, have really have had an unhinged summer. So like, as one of my friends and clients said to me recently, I have just had one hit after another. I've been going through my own stuff and it's all good. It's all good. It's just one of those heavy seasons. Lots of things. And if this summer has been a little dysregulated for you, let this episode just be your loving, gentle reminder that you are not a problem. Yes, these problems happen, but you are not the problem. And inside of you is a source and well of white light, 
and calm and centeredness that's available to you. And in these times of change and burden and frustration and problems to solve, legit problems to solve, it can be really easy to forget. It can be really easy to pause our practices. That's why I'm going to... um, What's that place called? Panera Bread? Because I want two things. I want comfort food and macaroni and cheese, but I also want a really good, nutritious salad. (laughs) Sending you love, sending you comfort food and nutrition for your soul. I don't know what episode this is, but it's it's the episode of today, here and now. Um, If you haven't downloaded your values workbook from alisoncrow.com, I would love to invite you to do that. I would love to invite you to connect with me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or Facebook. Let me know if this episode helped you in any way. As always, thanks for listening. And I want to give a special shout out to Elise Rich from Wide Awake Recordings for her sound production each week on my episodes, especially the car episodes, and for her music composition for my intro and outro. This show is sponsored by my three dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adopting when you get your next pet. More is not better, better is better.